What's up, everybody? It's Mike Watson, and I am your host on this show that we call Chat and Draw every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. My co-host will not be here tonight. She is uh, helping a friend out that is sick, being the awesomely nice and caring person that she is. She's taking care of them today, giving them that chicken noodle soup and then OJ and the medication and making sure that they're all good. And we will we will persevere and move forward with all of tonight. She will be in our thoughts. And I hope her friend feels better. Uh because he's got a he's got a real one by. Alright, so y'all know that my name is Mike Watson. Y'all also know I go by the moniker of most epic. That's the most easiest person in comics, and I am here with the FSK Freestyle Comics update. I like anagrams for some reason. But uh all the Kickstarters, uh, Vigilance, Green Zone, and Emberquest, one, two, or three, have been shipped. If you have filled out your survey, it has been shipped. Now, uh, from the Emberquest Kickstarter, there's still a couple more commissions that are still in play, that are still being done, um, and then those are going to be sent out. Uh, but we have launched our brand new Kickstarter, uh, Five Star, number one and two. Uh, Kevin Terry is, is his life. His past is catching up with him, and he has to deal with his life as this new superhero. Can he handle it? Our goal is $2,600. We're at $1,299 with 57 backers and 13 days to go. That is at fskgo.com. Please go over there. Make a pledge. Make a stream. Go make it happen. Uh, we have uh, we made some changes on our Kickstarter. Uh, we switched some things around. And while we are still getting our Kickstarters out within a decent time frame, I want to get them out faster. I would like to be able to get them out like within the next month. Um, of getting you guys your stuff and things like that so all this stuff which will be a process that happens over time as we uh, make changes see what works and try new things or whatever to try to make that happen we are putting out a lot of books it is a lot to balance and i'm not complaining about that i'm very happy about that because this will be our 34th com- 34th comic book that we'll be publishing and it's it's very exciting um it's a lot of new stuff and it's just fun to be at this stage of the game and, and making comic book stuff but with being at that stage, you're never too old to listen to other people and learn some new things and switch up how you do things. Um, so absolutely, uh, everything we do is trying to improve what we already have and what we do. What up, Katie? Bye, Katie, what's up? Um, five stars happening right now. Green Zone happens uh, December 1st. But we're also doing FSK Day on Black Friday. And now you're like, Mike, you already had FSK Day. Matter of fact, you called it FSCon. Yes. FSK Day and FSCon are two different things now. All right. We retired the FSK Day name because FSK Day is one day. FSCon is a weekend of freestyle comic book convention fun. FSK Day, think of us like your Amazon Prime Day for freestyle comics. Uh, we will have new books. We're dropping a brand new book on that day. Uh, the cool thing about FSK Day is you're going to be in the FSK Fulfillment Center with me. I'm going to be ordering your stuff and shipping and packing your stuff that mother freaking day. We're dropping a brand new book, Zero Vent Number One. So I'm going to be online doing the thing I do. Hey, everybody, what's up? I'm Mike Watson. That's an imitation of my voice of me being online. I'm Mike Watson, and I make comics. Yay! I'm like, hey, who wants to order some stuff? Go to FSK now. Okay, I can't do that. Anymore. Go to FSKnow.com. Go to our comic book website, right? Place your order. And you're like, oh, I got to have that new Zero Vent number one by Victor Dandridge and Mike Lancet. Let's get it. You click it. comes across my desk like a little jingle on the bill. Oh, shoot. And I'm going to put the camera right here on my desk. I'm going to pack it. I'm going to tape it. I'm going to ship it. 
that day is going out. That's what FSK Day is all about. Everyone has some new merch up there. Everyone has some other stuff. Oh, this is going to be great. Just join us. Just join us. You know, do the Kickstarter for Five Star, FSK Day on Black Friday, and Green Zone on December 1st. And you got all your holiday gifts taken care of. That's what I'm saying. Woo. I'm winning from that display. I'm out of shape, y'all. I'm out of shape. And oh, but never too old to chat and draw, which is what we're about to be doing. And we're about to bring up our favorite guest, the Unlikely Hero Studios team. You might as well just call them a sister company. They're, they're a sister company for now. We're, we're sister and brothers. We're, that's how close we are. I talk to them every day. Uh, if Lori wants to come over and dismay that, she can, because she's cool. All right. So we're about to bring her somebody up. Here's our guest. And we're going to be talking about their next or their current Kickstarter, which I think has a couple days left right now. <coughs> Here comes a new challenger. <laughs> I think it's time for me to save the day. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Hey. <laughs> Was that enough loud talking for you guys? Because I got a lot more of it for the show until I start drawing. I, it increased my energy. Like, I came in kind of low energy. I was a little tired. And now I'm like, okay, I need to be this enthusiastic. So let's go. <laughs> Awesome, awesome, awesome. Lori, you are a long time uh, bringer onto the show. You're always here. You're always on the show and not. You're always kicking it with us. Who have you brought with us today? I'm going to make them introduce themselves, though, I think. Oh, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> they have just so much shit going on. I can't introduce all of it. A lot. A lot. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go first. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I'm Matt. Uh, Matt Frank. I am the... Uh, uh, character, uh, I guess, a uh, character artist and co-creator of Miss Medusa's Monstrous Menagerie, which being published by Unlikely Heroes and currently on Kickstarter. I think we're at 45 hours left in the campaign. Yes. Um, and I've, uh, I've worked on a lot of different stuff. I've worked on Godzilla and Ultraman and Transformers and Power Rangers and all the other stuff that I have on the shelf over here. Um, okay. uh, yeah. And uh, happy to be here. I got to say, man, that intro was so cool. And I'm just like, man, everybody's got a cool intro but me. I got to get a cool intro. And, like, not for live streaming, just in general. Just for <laughs> my um, Well, you can go. Right, you uh, just I walk into a room and it announces you, basically. <laughs> I, I walked into a, I went to a website called uh, Fiverr, Fiverr.com. And they have those guys do graphic design stuff for super cheap. Uh, actually, I just found out that Fiverr, actually stands for a five, like a $5 bill, because a lot of their stuff on their website is $5. That's like their base price, yeah. price. so it's Fiverr.com. Never knew that, and I've been paying $5 for a lot of graphics. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so, all right, who else do we have to start? Ernst Stavro Blofeld. I'm broadcasting from my volcano fortress. I'm the head of Spectre, and also sometimes under a pseudonym, I write comics as Paul Hamlet. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. Uh, <laughs> Unfazed. All right. So we've been on here before because I drew what, what was one of my favorite pictures of Miss Medusa and our character Marky from Emerald Quest entangled in an entanglement uh, of a picture of, of Miss Medusa having her wrapped up and Marky having her sword to her throat. 
It's one of my favorite things that I have drawn uh, on the show. Absolutely love it. So I'm looking forward to drawing another awesome character today as soon as I get my iPad to work. Uh, so until then, we're going to bullshit for a little bit to buy myself some time. And we're going to go over here and go to the website and check out the <laughs> Pixar. Fantastic. No, I, I love, love that. I, I I love that art. I love uh, I I that art you did of uh, of uh, of Medusa. Just it's always fun to see her drawn by other artists because it's always like oh interesting interesting maybe that's a, that's a that's a little different. It's just a different headspace, and I'm like, am I drawing her correctly? Should I change how I'm drawing her? Um, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, um, I love the piece you did, really Mike, was one of, is one of my favorites for sure that someone else has done. It's amazing. Oh, thank you, Lord. Where is... Alright, alright. Um, I enjoy very much so drawing other people's characters. Uh, I think it is super fun um, to get a chance to put my spin on things, or, or I can't put the spin on, but it gives me a lot of practice because on this show, I will tell you, I have done I've drawn a lot of things that I would not normally voluntarily draw. Uh, Lori and Unlike Your Studios was always my go-to on this show. It was a it was a woman with a freaking gun every single time, and and then I would come on here so all happy to draw, and I I'd put it at some stupid ass three-point perspective, knowing I hate drawing guns, but you know that's the situation I'm in. We got to make it complicated, but uh, <laughs> as we pull up the Kickstarter. This bad boy Sorry, Mike. Oh, it's, okay. <laughs> it's okay. I think it helps make me a better artist. Yeah. Uh, oh, look at this Kickstarter. And this is my favorite thing to always watch the video that because I love the videos that Unlike the Hero Studios does. I'm very excited about the second issue. I love the first issue. Let's see what we got here. Absolutely love y'all's videos so much. Uh, they always <laughs> get me more and more interested in the book that you guys have going on. And, Thank you. Um, and that just officially made me decide, Gary, uh, let Eric know he's going to do the trailer for uh, Zero Event. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let him know, yeah. Fantastic. That's, 
That's happening. I have all the all the arts done, uh, so I'll just be handing that over here and make a trailer. <laughs> all right, what are some of the cool things we have on this Kickstarter? Um, so aside from the regular cover, we have the Sideshow Edition, which has a different cover, and then the inside contains nudity. Uh, yeah. Regular edition oh, stop. The stop. stop. Did you say nakedness? We got nakedness. Yes. <laughs> oh, you guys have one of those cheesecake covers? No. It actually no. No cheesecake covers. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm still in. Well, look, I was already in. I, I don't want to dismay the value of this book. I was. I already was in for the characters and the story, but now you're, you're talking about nakedness. So. That's just a bonus. What else is in here? <laughs> it's equal opportunity nudity too. There's nudity of all kinds in this I, in this issue. <laughs> if I want to see what I want to see, there's a price for admission, so I'll pay it. <laughs> um, we also have uh, magnets to include to kind of build on the set that we we had last time. Um. I can give you a sec to scroll through if you want. <clears throat> Whoa, that's mm. kind of a cool transition. Yeah, there it goes. <laughs> yeah, you can see the awesome interior art. That's the Sideshow Edition cover. See, so it's not cheesecake. But there is nudity on the inside of it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm here for it. Very clever coverage up. Oh, see, this is why this is why you have to be creative with it. Now, if this was any other studio doing this, they just want to put a black bar or or blurred or something. They creatively put this whatever the hell this thing is over it to cover up the new parts. Like he's telling the story right now. I think right. that is awesome. Like he's telling, like he probably is, but I get the feeling he's talking about what's happening in these images. And cleverly, his thumb is covering up the butt, which is a which is, a, which is a, one of those dual meanings there. Don't think I didn't catch on to that, you yards, gals. Guys, you're not a good time here. Look That's Paul. Shit. Paul. Paul gets full credit for this. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that and then Sarah put this together for you guys, right? Graphically. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, she's fantastic. Oh, um, this is something I should probably mention real quick. Um, we're running uh, because it's going to be over soon. Uh, we're running a huge cross promo between us, uh, heirs of Azildor. Uh, Reina the Bastard Queen and Charlie Stickney's The Game. If you back all four campaigns at a physical tier, you get this art piece as a metal print for free. Um, and our campaign has 45 hours left. Reina, I think, ends very shortly after ours. So if you want to back all four campaigns and get that metal print, you need to do it right now. Yeah, again. Um, yeah beautiful it has a, such a beautiful style to it and it's again it's seeing it's seeing medusa drawn by a different artist which i'm just like Lori, can you put one of those in you put one of those in my box please put just just set one aside for me i just you know yes thank you. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, we also have the the hot nuts shirt, and we have the hollow oil editions, and <laughs> we have uh, I think we still have a couple cameo slots left. Um, we have some uh, some of Paul com Paul's commission slots. I think we might have one or two left. Um, I do need some and... magnets. <coughs> <coughs> They are awesome, and if we hit 10k before the end, we're unlocking a fourth magnet. So if you pledge at the magneteer, you will get that fourth magnet for free included with the set. Mm. Um, and we're also doing a full size standee of uh, Maurice this time, in case yeah, you're looking to <laughs> have a Sasquatch somewhere in your house or at the gym or wherever you need him to motivate you. <laughs> This yeah, and it, oh, there it is. Merch Mastery. T-shirts and the... Hold up, hold up. What's the T-shirt look like? I love... I'm like the girl's T-shirts. Oh, those are the magnets. That's, that's the shirt there. It's got the hot nuts design on it. Yeah. You guys love the magnets. <laughs> Nasty, nasty little, little comic book minds. I should have rated. I should have rated this one PG seventeen. This episode. It's they're just nuts. She's selling yeah, nuts at the nuts. show, Mike. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just nuts that are. They just happen to be hot. Don't right. think yeah. I get full meaning on that one too. It's not weird. You're weird. Being weird. <laughs> you're not weird about right. it. You're making it weird, not us. Put the hot nuts in their mouth. Like, you don't have to do that. You you absolutely don't. It's a choice. It's a choice. <laughs> I'm about to go ahead and make my pledge. I was waiting for the show to go ahead and back it so I can do it. So I can inspire everyone else to pledge right now. Because I'm doing it. Why? <laughs> Thank you, Mike. I want my um, confetti fireworks, damn it. Awesome. Oh, there it goes. Wait. There it goes. Woo! Ooh, look at the confetti. Look at the confetti, people. Now look, I am I am not just a shit talker. I uh I am absolutely all about this project and making it happen, helping bring it to life. There is my backing. Um, let's remove that now. I got the iPad working. We can start this drawing. Let's see here. Share the screen. So, uh, give us the update on this second issue. What what can we expect? What are we looking forward to here? Um, I suppose. You can do it if you want. <laughs> I suppose uh, for this issue, you know, without giving too much away with the first issue. Uh, there is, there's Paul. Uh, there is, um, yeah, you know, there is an, there are escalations, if you will. <laughs> things, things happen. Um, characters grow and change and learn. Um, I think, as as indicated by the in, by the the video on the Kickstarter, don't cross the Fay. Like just. We, we, without giving too much away, we get to see what happens 
when American citizens who are so certain of their place in the world I'll shoot. I'll think, shoot. They can, think they can talk smack to Faye. Not the American citizens. They're like, oh, we're Americans. You know, we can do whatever we want. Ain't no little goblin critters ain't going to be sending us to the moon. Um, and, uh, well, they won't send you to the moon, but they'll do something to you. Um, I, love, I love that impersonation of, a, of an American <laughs> you just did. I think it's about America. It's about America. My old fame is like, I'm out. Chew. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, okay, I'm done with that. Putting that in the box. <laughs> <laughs> will not be busting that out again. I have I have no response. <laughs> Paul, did you want awesome. if you're functional, did you want to talk a bit about issue two? <laughs> uh yeah, I mean I think Matt kind of covered it. Okay. I didn't know if you had anything to add. You know, basically 1963's version of a Karen uh, messes oh, with Karens. Why do I you know, feel like, feel like I'm drawing that person right now? The reference uh, is one chick in, in the in the uh, tank top and in the overalls. Is that who? Is no, that who no, she's about? she is not. Maybe Paul, you should talk about. I think so. You're drawing Arethusa, or no? The overalls you're drawing, Ginny. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it could be either one of them, actually. Oh, no, they're both wearing overalls. Yeah, I was like, wait, no. Yeah. Are you yeah. drawing the green person or the white person? The white person. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, yeah, there. that's Arethusa. She's a uh, thousands of years old, near, I think it's pronounced Nereid. It's a type of water nymph, uh, and she's from Syracuse, Sicily. Uh, she's the head roustabout in this, uh, which means you know she's she's the blue collar part of the circus and about them. They're actually done. And performers, you know, from the big top. These are the people who make sure that toilets get emptied and that the tents get put up, up the tents get put down. They do all the hard get none of the thanks and usually the least pay. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and Aerith is one of our favorite characters. She's a tough cookie. Oh, I already oh, love I that. Too. Yeah, I love that, just that gesture alone. And uh, what else can I say about her without spoiling things? Uh, she has yeah, some interesting scar, which we don't explain, at least for a while, how she got those. But there's a story behind them. You said she has some interesting scars? Yeah, they're kind of light, but on, on the right side of her body and mostly her back, she has some intriguing scars and we're not sure how she got them or i should say the readers aren't sure i fucking i know sorry <laughs> yeah, yeah you absolutely know yeah that's a thing that was a thing that made that that in, in 
inspired me to just say, Paul, you just want to write this because um, he started writing backstories to characters that like were in backup material for a book that hadn't been made yet. And I was like, well, Paul, you're the one buying all the books about circuses and learning what roustabout means. So why don't you just run with this? Yeah. Well, look, I, I heard there was just an unsaid rule that once you learn about what roustabouts is, you, you have to do it. Once you've <laughs> got, figured out what it is, you have to go all the way. So, I, I mean, he's just following the rules of comic book making. Obviously. Right. <laughs> I think I missed that one. But, uh, yeah. It's also uh, Roustabout is the name of a mind-bogglingly terrible Elvis Presley movie uh, from, I think, 1963. I think it's, or 64, maybe. But it has to be, if, if you ever want to watch an Elvis movie and laugh a lot, um, watch that one. That one? Yeah. That's. I had no idea that Elvis, first of all, had so many movies and how ridiculous and insane they were. And like, I have to plan some kind of marathon of them now because Paul kept telling us as he was watching them, like, what? There's a movie where he karate chops a cheetah. <laughs> oh my God. It's the greatest thing. Like, <laughs> fantastic. Like no one I, no one told him or whoever was making these films like no they were just like yeah sure you want a karate chop yeah okay you want to be a scientist yep you, <laughs> you, you want to sure. be a scientist the one where he's a chemical engineer is uh maybe the most ludicrous that's <laughs> that's that's the most absurd thing since denise richards was a seismologist in a the world is not enough <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Movies are fun. Um, <clears throat> well, I wanted to put them together after the release of the first one. Was it like as soon as you guys saw the success from the last Kickstarter? Because last Kickstarter did extremely well. Just like this one's doing really good. Well, too. You guys, did you guys like say like, oh shit, we got a good one on our hands. Let's dive right back into this project and see what we can do for this number two issue. Is that is that for me or Paul? Not for anybody. <clears throat> I mean, it seems to me like the. Um, it, it, it seems to me like it was kind of a given. Like as soon as it was funded. Because, Paul, oh, how many issues do you have planned? 56? 56 what? 56 issues. Three volumes, <laughs> 18 issues each, three arcs each. There you okay. go. So <laughs> this was going to get brute forced one way or another. <laughs> and, um, and I'll draw and stick figures on my own in the mental institution if I have to. Right. But yes, yeah, we're 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 trying to maintain a momentum on it as best we can because it's really awesome. Um it is a difficult book to make because we have, you know, someone doing backgrounds and someone doing characters, which requires a lot of kind of coordination and back and forth. Uh it's more work. Um 
but it's very rewarding mm. when you see the finished product. Now, for those, because uh, I know we talked about it on the last show, uh, but in case we have new viewers today, uh, can you explain the process? Why was that? This is, damn, we got a lot of people watching today. Look at this chat. I'm feeling y'all right now. Uh, <laughs> why was that decision made uh, for a character artist and a background artist? It was sort of a matter of uh, of necessity, kind of, uh, not. I guess not necessity is not the word. It was just a logistical thing because... Paul was already, Paul him is also an incredibly talented artist himself, and he had already started making these environments, uh, and just like, uh, if I remember correctly, Paul, you started making environments, you started like planning out, you started planning out the way the, the lot was going to look, the way the circus itself was going to be laid out, and then at some point, it was like, you were like, well, why don't I just start doing backgrounds and we can kind of use those as these prefab set pieces. It kind of streamlines the process a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We kind of noticed like as we were doing concept art, like Matt was doing character designs and I was I was doing, you know, set design mostly. Uh, though, though I do some of the character design too. But we oh, noticed yeah. like I could take Matt's art as long as I was coloring it and drop it in front of a background that colored and it actually matched pretty good uh our our styles meshed up and mm. so it's like why don't we just do the whole book like this and 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 also like that way you know i i do the concept art once and then we can actually use it you know we can use that art in the book all right i mean it it, it's definitely, and it, and it kind of winds up, like, it kind of almost winds up building building jokes, like, into the script, because a lot of humor inherently comes from, like, there's that fine, there's that fine line between um, reusing artwork for uh, time-saving and cost-effectiveness and using it for, and that also being part of the joke, like, the, com the inherent comedy of just a scene repeating except one thing changes or you know some one person's expression changes we've got a great exchange uh later on in issue two where uh two characters are well one character is talking and the other one is just listening and uh one character is just using their whole body to emote and the other character is just completely deadpan just like <laughs> just yeah. sitting there no expression except there's like a minor eye roll or like a little furrow of the brow but yeah it's two very different personality types uh butting heads mm -hmm. i think what i think what it allows us to do also is have much more detailed backgrounds than would typically be in a comic book uh our backgrounds are insane and people should pay close attention to how much detail is in them because there's easter eggs in them too like there's so much going on that there there are things hidden in panels especially in number one uh i called page four of issue number one Chekhov's gun show because yeah. we're just walking down the midway and you're seeing like, you know, booths and, you know, little characters far off in the distance who are going to be a big deal, you know, in issue two or three or four or even farther down the road. Yeah. That's awesome. 
I'm definitely going to be paying more attention to that. Um, I want to get to some of these, see if I have any questions in the chat that I'm failing. My co-host would normally be doing this, but she's taking care of a sick friend tonight. And I've gotten very comfortable with her taking care of this part. Uh, Katie, I saw you, you said you got your package of comics in the mail. I'm very glad you did. Uh, like Eric Foster, did you take it as a motherfucking threat? Because uh, that's been my favorite comment since people have gotten their packages <laughs> from us this week. Let me know in the comments. <laughs> hey, there's a made you right there. She said she couldn't be. She's sorry she couldn't be here, but she is here in spirit. In spirit. Who doesn't love women with guns? Of course, women with guns is awesome. Um, ordinary human person says, yay, Maurice. Um, Andrew, what's up, man? Good to have you. Where's J-Man at? J-Man, are you one of the Facebook users? I'm, I'm getting worried. We're about 34 minutes in, and I haven't seen a comment from J-Man. Is the is the streak in, in danger? J-Man has seen every has watched every single episode of, of Chat and Draw Live. He is 225 episodes in. Wow. He must I'm be not, one of the Facebook users. He must he's gotta be. be one of the Facebook users. Yeah, I saw I saw a comment like that. Yeah, that said uh, that said J-Man, yeah. J-Man, you got to worry, buddy. Uh, don't see any questions, just everybody saying what's up, this is looking good. Oh uh, wait, wouldn't Americans in the 60s talk like a character in Breakfast at Tiffany's? I I know of Breakfast at Tiffany's, I don't remember it though. Yeah, but like down in the south they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, this is this less Holly Go Lightly and more like, uh, you know, in the heat of the night, you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah, J-Man says, hell no, I'm here. So he is Facebook user. All right, cool, cool, good. Hey, I was about to send Facebook after you, man. You was about to get a whole lot of DMs. Can't have the street going down. Elvis was a big fan of light stalking in his movies, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that good old-fashioned 60s light stalking. Right. <laughs> it's very creepy. Because <laughs> remember, why does Mr. Family sound so different? Different? I, I have no idea. No idea. Is Lori Foster doing any more live covers? I don't know what that question means. What maybe do we they mean by live covers? Maybe they mean cosplay uh, covers? Oh, cosplay covers. Hey! Hey! That last cosplay cover Miss Lori Foster did. I'm going to tell you right now, it was a motherfucking problem. <laughs> hey, it was off this world. It was super good. Thank you. And I also told her husband respectfully it was awesome. So don't be coming at me. There's only so many ways you can you can approach something when I'm naked. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just... It's fine. <laughs> oh, Sarah's here. Okay, she's watching us on YouTube. Hey. Oh, they, I think someone said uh, Matt Frank's audio is a little clippy. Let me see if I can fix that. Everyone sounds fine on my end, so maybe it's you just a already... restream issue. I, I know no, Paul's internet is, is up and down, though, but yeah, I don't know. Hey. 
I'm, I'm gonna thank you guys again because I'm already loving this piece. Uh, already, yeah, yeah fantastic. I love it. Uh, can you tell us about this a little bit more about this character because I could be wrong, but I get kind of like the feels that uh, just looking at her and 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 what I'm drawing right now. What I, um, what's his name from um, American Gangsters? Uh. Shoot, the guy with the top hat, he was the villain, the main villain, the butcher. Oh, Bill the Butcher from, yeah, from Gang of New York. Um, Gang of New York. I'm getting the butcher vibe from her. I, you know, that's an interesting comparison. I'll say uh, she's a bit of a different kind of vibe because she's got kind of like the a, a touch of the Sicilian gangster thing going on. Like, if, if I was going to compare her to a mob movie, uh, the Sicilian bodyguards Michael Corleone has in the first Godfather movie. She fit in with those guys. Uh, okay. But, but I, I could see her throwing down with Bill the Butcher if she blew through, you know, the five corners spot of uh, New York in the 1850s. Yeah, I just yeah, feel 100%. like... I feel like she does her job, she does her work, but, like, just don't cross her. The moment you cross her, you're in the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, like, just on like kind of like a, a basic level, she's in control of all the water for the circus. Like, that's her specific job, aside mm. from all her, you know, all her administrative duties. She makes sure you get water. It's it's pretty like you're gonna miss it <laughs> if you get on her bad side. Yeah, you don't want to fuck with the person giving you water. That's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of a cool thing about the book is uh, research made us realize, like, the characters came out of the research. Like, you start reading that circus and you realize how important electricity or water is. Like, where does it come from when you're traveling circus? And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, characters came from that. You're like, oh, we need someone in charge of water. Well, who's that going to be if you have a bunch of mythological creatures? It's like, well, it'd be a water nymph, probably. Yeah, it'd be something connected to that. And I just started looking through various water nymphs in mythology, and Arethusa popped up, and she had an interesting backstory. And no one's really ever done anything with it uh, in pop culture, as far as I know, except for one very goofy Hercules movie in the 60s, which was a completely different take. Uh, of course. Like, hilariously different. Uh, mm. But she she has an interesting background that basically, uh, this, this isn't spoiling anything, it's a, it's a thousands-of-year-old myth. Uh, yeah. She had kind of a stalker problem. Mm. Uh, once upon a time, a, a, you know, a deity was kind of chasing her around. And... Mm. and in the original myth, she turned into water. She turned into a, a, a spring in Syracuse rather than put up with his shit. Um, but, you know, it's, you know it's, it's a myth from thousands of years ago. So she's not going to take a baseball bat and, you know, break his kneecaps. Her option back then was running. But... She pops up again in other myths as, uh, a few times as someone who kind of looks out for other women in trouble. 
And you know, I thought that'd be interesting, like, okay, that's who she was 3,000, you know, 2,000, 3,000 years ago. Who is she by 1960? Yeah, what, what did 2,000 years of experience from there make? Yeah. Okay. It'd make a pissed off person. <laughs> she has a really low tolerance for anybody's bullshit. Yeah. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And there, there's something a bit Steve McQueen about her. Like, she doesn't make sarcastic comebacks, you know? She just kind of... She's just kind of quiet and listens to people's bullshit and then goes away. <laughs> if, if you get her mad enough to, like, get even with you, you're really in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've already I'm already thinking of some of the moments that we're going to get with her later that are going to be really fun and uh, just like, oh, yeah. but but she is so monotone and deadpan, <laughs> so with a lot of stuff. So yeah, no, I'm lo I'm loving how this art's coming out. Yeah, this this is one of my favorite pictures I've ever seen of her. Oh, you really, I love it. really got her Clint Eastwood squint down. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yes. I just really feel like she like like how you guys are describing. She's a no nonsense uh, type of fucking person. Yeah. <laughs> and I just feel like this, like right at this moment, this was it. This was the straw that broke it. She gave the person plenty of chances, but now now you've gone too far, and it's time to fuck you up. <laughs> She has, uh, so hopefully we'll get to issue seven eventually, which is all hers. You know, that that's she's the star of that issue. Mm -hmm. uh, and we get yeah. to see a whole day from her perspective. And, you know, uh, someone might get on her case in that day and regret it. Mm -hmm. So how far have you guys gotten this written up to so far? I've written up through issue. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've plotted, like, like seriously, it's plotted up through fifty-six issues, just because we gotta know where we're going. But I've written scripts up through issue four, and I'll, you know, probably do another draft before we publish it. But yeah, uh -huh. yeah, so, I, I, I used to. You... Oh no! All I was saying is that uh, uh, Paul used to live. Well, a lot closer. And uh, I used to, when we were first planning the, the comic, I used to go over to his place and uh, he would functionally do dramatic readings of like the outlines for me um, and especially emphasize the really key moments. And those are the ones that stand out in my head, like these these really big moments that uh, he really ramps up the drama of it. So uh, those were all, those are, those are some fun times. And then we'd go watch something like Roustabout and I'd just be like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Roustabout or Carney or uh, Sheep Freak. There's a lot of yeah. uh, Sheep, Sheep Freak's hilarious. Uh, there's a lot of strange circus movies and carnival movies out there. Oh, that's awesome, man. It's like, so having the book plotted 56 issues ahead of time, like we have our book, we have one of our main titles plotted up that far. And, uh, but just recently, because we have to know where we're going, like you said, um, I had to hire the writer for the 24th and 25th issue of Hot Shot. 
to actually start writing that. And he wrote the 24th issue. And I have it sitting in my Google Drive right now. And I've mm. read it three times. I'm like, I want to draw this shit now. But I'm <laughs> only going to be 12. <laughs> so it's like, how, how do you have the, how do you, how do you control yourself? How do you have the patience to, to keep yeah. it in the mini bag until it's ready? Even, even though I, uh, I haven't written the script for it yet, issue 14 of this, when we get it, I thought it was going to be issue 13, but we had to, we're going to need an extra issue for arc two. Arc three is going to be five issues. The first issue of arc three, I can't wait for people to read that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if, if my memory serves correctly, it's going to be a doozy. Yeah, and and that has maybe my favorite Arethusa moment, by the way. And I think Matt knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just remember. Oh, oh, okay, okay. He talked about surprising the audience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. See, I, I love it. Because uh, now I feel like that's kind of pressure and on me as a creator. Now that we have this issue, it's written. So now I have to do everything that we've got planned that leads up to it. And then I think it's also fun of how can I make some of these moments that we already have laid out count? Uh, is that the same feeling for you as a writer? Uh, there's There's definitely pressure i feel like where i you know there, there's parts of this i wrote a couple years ago now and like i'm right now i'm, I'm coloring a page it's like oh we're finally up to this scene uh there, there there's a little chase scene uh which i don't, don't want to say too much about because it's kind of spoilery but there's a chase scene and i'm finally like where guys like wow here we are and it, it looks pretty good actually we we did a good job <laughs> <laughs> it's come to life, yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's always the uh, th that's always the the trick, isn't it? Is um, having that patience, and also just uh, being able to stick with it as well. Yeah. My my, oh. you, you know, have have just somebody like me who's got ADHD. It's really hard to like stay interested in stuff especially trying to finish stuff <laughs> so that's what meds are for um but, uh, yeah, you know i uh i'm just mesmerized by the uh the line work here yeah mm. oh it, it was that funny because when i heard there was going to be drawing i was just like well i guess i'm gonna draw yeah. Well, you're drawing and Paul's coloring and Mike's drawing. I feel mm -hmm. left out. I need to ink something. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't worry, Lloyd. I'm going to have something for you to ink here in a couple of days. I was, uh, I'm working on Hotshot 12 and I'm on the, uh, the second and third page right now and it's hard to draw. I was telling my wife this. It's kind of hard to get through this page because of in this issue we're dealing with spousal abuse and this is actually image I'm drawing of my stepfather choking my mom out as uh, oh, fun. it's coming wow. to save him. And then uh, I have my sister beating on his back, trying to get him off off of her, but he can't because he's like, he's uh, possessed basically or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And it's a double page spread. And there's 
a ton of detail into it. And then like, there's a certain point I have to take breaks from, from, from yeah. going. <laughs> and uh, no kidding. I told my wife like, yeah, this is taking me much longer than it should be. And like, it's honestly the page that's holding things up for me because I'm drawing my mom in this situation. And then my wife was like, are you taking breaks to shoot stuff in between? I was like, yeah, I'm definitely taking breaks to shoot things in Destiny in between. In between. <laughs> so, you um, let out the rage and frustration. You come back to it and work on it a little bit. Let out more rage. Yeah. Oh, man. Absolutely. I feel like that's healthy. Yeah. Nah. It, it, I think it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I... I I had some stuff happen recently and one way I've uh, I've been able to kind of de decompress is uh, I'm I am back pushing the Mongols into the sea in Ghost of Tsushima and um, yeah and uh, um, uh, I just found that there's a whole separate DLC island that I didn't even know was in the main game after downloading it. Yes. I don't know if you told me that Laurie. I know you told me about the multiplayer stuff but <laughs> <laughs> yeah the island stuff you have to yes i didn't know you didn't have that <laughs> no i just i just downloaded it i'm i'm having a uh i'm having a real good time with it and it is it feels good it feels good i even got it on hard get hard game plus mode basically and i'm mm. just like oh yeah and for, uh, i've been on the mainland and i've just been like oh i just you know this is fine i'm i'm am i too good at this game and now i'm on the little island and i'm just like oh oh my hubris um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, the they expansion content—they're all better. They all seem to be better. All of yeah. the enemies seem to be a little smarter. They have more armor. Like it wasn't mm -hmm. until I was researching, um, researching—I I was researching Mongolian, uh, basically the horde. I was me researching the the armies of the of the Khan. Uh, for a Godzilla comic I did like back in 2016, and actually Paul lent me some uh, research materials for that, and I was like, "Oh my God, the the Mongolians—they really they they come hard. Like they they've got crazy armor and weapons, and and no wonder they almost conquered the world. They, they were—I mean, at the time they were they, at the time they were sending letters to the Vatican, being like, "Hey, we're coming for you guys, so uh, uh, just you might just want to surrender now, just make things easier because we're going to be tired." Um, <laughs> the Golden Horde—that's what it was. The Golden Horde is the army. Um, oh man! Yeah, God. Yeah, that's a crazy good game. I absolutely love that. Um, um, the one thing I missed about that that I wanted more from that game. Uh, have you played The Last of Us? Last of Us Two. I played the first Last of Us. All right. Well, I I don't think they uh, it's that much different except for the story. Um, the graphics on both of these games are phenomenal. Super mm -hmm. super realistic graphics, amazing stuff. But The Last of Us did one thing better than Ghost did. It was the camera angles in which they chose for the um cinema scenes mm -hmm. and because obviously because they're still using the same graphics for the cinemas i mean it's the actual gameplay um you would get lost in the cinema and you really get be able to capture the you would really be able to see the characters facial expressions and emotions so that would charge up the your uh for me it would charge up my commitment to the game mm 
and Ghost mm-hmm. had kind of like fakes, but because I wasn't getting that same viewership of their face or their facial expressions to really capture their emotion, I wasn't all the way locked in the way I wanted to be like I was in Last of Us. Well, I, I, I mean, they definitely put, uh, I think that, that, uh, Tsushima focuses more on, um, atmosphere, I think is their whole thing. They want this range of atmosphere and environments and particle effects. Whereas, yeah, Last of Us is more about this deeply intimate, deeply upsetting experience. Um, right. Whereas, you know, uh, so I, I mean, honestly, I was, I was playing when I, I loaded it up, like I was Tsushima the other, when I started playing it again, I was like, oh, this isn't as detailed as I rem- my brain remembers it being. But uh, I think that's a, a testament to the kind of the artistic sleight of hand of like, essentially blinding you with atmosphere effects and flower petals. <laughs> uh, and that's a very good point. And I think it's a valid point. When I first played that game and my daughter sitting next to me, and it gets to the opening scene where he's riding across the grassland and he kind of leans into it and the sun's rising. My yes. daughter looked and she was like, Dad, this game is beautiful. God, and she so has great. never said that about any of the games that I played. And, I, and she's right. And you're right. The atmosphere of that game is absolutely crazy good. Like painstakingly good. Yeah. It's open again tonight. Um, I <laughs> I did see a question that uh, I think would be uh, fun to answer if that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Legends uh, Legend Storm TV. Um, who I'm glad I reminded you to take your meds. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, he also was talking about uh, how my work on projects like Power Rangers and Godzilla helped me work on this book, and. I, I don't know if it was specifically anything about either any of the properties I've worked on so much as it is just a just experience like just a mountain of experience behind me and because each project is a little bit different each project has a different vibe to it um, but you try to take what you've learned in you've tried to take what you've learned from previous experiences and apply it to whatever you're doing currently. And uh, I will say, uh, I don't think I'll ever do another monthly book again because I did that for like three years uh, for Godzilla. And, uh, oh, it's hell. Like, Mm. it's just, it's just not, the only way I think I'd be able to do that is if I was only penciling it. And Mm. while that is fun to do, um, depending on the project, I'm also a little bit of a control freak and I kind of like, and also kind of uh, my sense of pride sometimes, you know, you feel, you feel that that's pride fucking with you. Uh, (laughs) It's that, that, that feeling of like, well, but it's, it's not me all the way through, which is obviously a fallacy because lots of different hands go into comics. You know, I'm not coloring the pages, you know, Laurie, uh, bailed my ass out of two different uh, <laughs> inking scenarios recently. Um, Laurie actually fully inked, uh, like ninety nine percent inked, uh, the Spectre Man book that we that is coming out in February uh, mm. recently. So, yeah, that it looks really exciting. good. It's really it looks really good. Space. <laughs> um, 
Actually, I, I, um, I was uh, speaking of Godzilla. I was, I was over here drawing Gigan. I couldn't help myself um, because this <laughs> uh, tomorrow is Godzilla Day, and um, uh, it's also Gigan's birthday, um, which is another character from the Godzilla universe. So I couldn't help but do my own version. Of course. Uh, yeah, and they're doing that That's short awesome. film, that Godzilla versus Gigan short film. They're gonna have it's going up tonight, I think. Um, and I'm just like, oh, I want it, I want it in my face hole because it's all practical effects and it's all like just it's just two dudes in a miniature city just clobbering each other in hundred pound latex costumes. Um, yes, so, so <laughs> absolutely. So. What, what did you think of the most recent iterations of Godzilla? What did you think of King Kong versus Godzilla? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Godzilla versus Kong was it was fun. It was it was um, it's very gar- goofy. It's very cartoony, uh, and I was like I was kind of okay with that. I uh, the new movies have been such a wide gamut of like the first one, the Godzilla twenty fourteen was such a uh, was such a weird somber uh uh apocalyptic disaster movie mood piece um even though it was a little boring for like the middle 45 minutes or so um and uh then king of the monsters is also like the most expensive fan fiction i've ever seen and then Godzilla versus Kong is basically a cartoon, and I'm fine with all those things. <laughs> yeah, it's all okay. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, go ahead, Lord. Go ahead. No, I you. was going to completely derail the chat and say we're over nine thousand on Medusa right now. We just, <gasps> awesome. we just yeah, fantastic. Cool. Now you said that it's going to go back down like eight, no. nine, nine. <laughs> no, forget I said anything. <laughs> you, you can't. Can't take it back. Yeah, nine fourteen, nine oh fourteen. Very cool. That's fantastic, Thank you guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Sarah's in the chat uh, talking about how because uh, uh, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla is having uh, screenings tomorrow, um, and uh, I'm gonna go see it. Sarah's gonna go see it. Lori, I sent you a DVD. <laughs> I have it's it. Not playing anywhere near you. <laughs> no, too much bumblefuck. Too far in, in the middle of nowhere <laughs> to to watch it. It's it's sad. <laughs> yeah, and then we're uh, and then we're all gonna talk about it. Uh, we're all gonna talk about it on Monday for Matt's Monster Movie Monday. As okay. Well. Yeah. Um, oh, it's on Hulu as well. Cool. Um, so you have options, Lori. Um, oh, I didn't. Hulu just like randomly has shit and then it disappears two weeks later, I swear. Yeah, like I can't keep track of yeah. what's on Hulu. Hence why I just sent you a DVD because I was going through yeah. my stuff, but I'm like, I have like 40 extra Godzilla DVDs and Blu-rays that I don't really need anymore. Uh, not to say that I don't still have Blu-rays of stuff, but I didn't need all these extras. So <laughs> I was like, I'll just send this to Lori uh, and, and Sarah. <laughs> I have I have a massive wall of Godzilla movies to make my way and kaiju movies to make my way through. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna be an expert. Yes. 
Hey, that's a good thing to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah, if if we can hit, uh, so the $10,000 stretch goal is we're unlocking the Stavros magnet uh, for everyone getting a magnet set um, for free. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I we were we were talking about the next stretch goal after that. If we can make it, I was thinking maybe unlocking the uh, Sideshow Edition holofoil because um, I was thinking that that cover would look really nice in a hollow foil, and we're only offering uh, the regular cover in hollow right now. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's see if there's any update there. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay, well, it didn't go down. That's good. Hey, um, that's... <laughs> there are 389 backers. Very nice. I was just... I, I was just at a, at a convention in Corpus Christi and I met a, uh, a cosplayer down there who already has had experience cosplaying as snake women. And she's already like, yo, if you do another signing or an event or something for Miss Medusa, I will put together a cosplay. And uh, I, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, right on, right on. We'll have to make that happen. <laughs> What are you gonna say? No, like yeah, of course. Let's no. Let's how go. dare you? Get out of here with right. that. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna try and find their um, their Instagram while I'm thinking about it. Um, where the hell? Where do they go? Is that no? Is that yes? Dolly Lace on um, on Instagram. And they they did a female Bowser before everybody was all up in Bowsette. Like uh, she she, uh, she beat everyone to the punch there, and of course people were like, Ooh. anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> deep She's awesome. Nintendo. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, very fun. Um, uh-huh. Oh yeah, it's really gratifying. Katie commented that uh, uh, she got all the. Uh, physical editions or wants to get the physical editions and because uh, people like having physical comics mm-hmm. it's, yeah it's fun to have like yeah. a pile of comics i have Absolutely. a pile of comics that is too big at this point yeah. <laughs> oh, no. this is my current to read pile <laughs> yeah yeah I think I have an entire long box that I need to read at this point of indie comics that I've backed and I haven't had time to read. It's bad. I'm not but I love gonna... all you guys, so I want to back your shit. <laughs> I'm going to run a commercial right now from uh, one of our many great shows on the network for Agents of Geekdom. You guys should go ahead and check out our network. Subscribe to it. We are on Twitch and YouTube. We have We're up to eight shows now. Uh, we just put a new show up on Saturday morning, uh, but go ahead and check out the Agents of Geekdom Network. Here's a commercial.
Yes, yes, a channel for all geeks. Monday through Sunday, we have content every single day um, at different times. Most of the time at nighttime is where our content is, so you guys should go ahead and check that out. Um, tons of good stuff on those shows. Lots of high-caliber content. Um, but uh, the drawing is done, and what I was in the process of doing was going ahead and doing the replay of how it was going up there. So if you guys want to put together one last shout-out for why people should back and pledge the campaign, I will go ahead and put the link in there one more time. Um, sure, yeah. Um, uhstudios.com slash kickit uh, if you can't find the link. Uh, we have 44 hours left in Miss Medusa's Monstrous Menagerie if you want just a crazy, funny, scary, weird book uh, about a 1960s carnival run by mythical creatures. Back it. Get some cool shit. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better. Just it's we and we really appreciate the support we've gotten because indie comics just like occupy such a weird cool space and it's really really great to be able to do stuff like this and you do it and you do it through kickstarter which means everybody gets paid which doesn't always happen in comics uh or uh, you know as many people as you can get paid because <laughs> you know otherwise you'd be going to a publisher with a completed book and maybe you'll get paid it depends probably not uh so it's uh it's nice to uh nice to have the support well we're up to nine uh nine thousand two hundred fifty four oh wow Oh, someone must have gotten a cameo tier. There we go. All right, looks like we... Hey, I'm, I'm glad I could lead by example and pledge, and then all the rest of you pledge right behind me. I think that's great. You make the show look wonderful. We appreciate your service. Y'all got 390 backers. Uh, we got 44 hours. Look, guys, let's get that up to 400 backers. Let's hit this $10,000 mark. Let's quit playing. Um, as for me, I have three rules. And they're pretty easy. Uh, they're not really spicy rules, but they like there's some Kickstarter rules I like to live by. Um, if you have money and you love comic books, be sure to pledge this campaign. It's that simple. Go on here, find something you want to back. They have look, unlike the Hero Studios, puts out some of the coolest swags, swags and comic books right now. I'm telling you right now, I'll tell you that as an owner of Freestyle Comics. We're trying to catch up. So they have tons of cool stuff on here. They have all the things you want. I think at one point they had socks. Damn it, they had socks. All right. So take your time, go through the campaign, check it out, find the reward level that works for you. Um, if you're tight on funds, you don't have a lot of money, uh, but you want to help, a dollar helps. A dollar helps and dollars stack up. You will never get creators like us who are making these books turn away a dollar. We appreciate any support that you want to give us. And finally, if you don't have any money, but you want to have support, but you want to support, then just share the campaign. All three of those rules come with the share of the campaign rule. But for this one, I really mean it. Share it out. Put it in your networks. Um, nobody knows about this book unless we spread the word. And you may not be a fan of this book, but one of your friends or one of your family members, this may be the book that they have been waiting for to get them into things. So let's help them find that book. Let's help them find this resource and become comic book fans or start add to their comic book collection. I'd like to thank our guests for coming on to the show. Thank everybody in the chat for uh, hanging out with us. Y'all had the chat super, super active. And I'm sorry that I failed you today, but I need to get that drawing done. And I've been at work for over 16 hours. 
So I was trying to get finished. I'm sorry, guys. I'm get some sleep, man. Get some rest. Send Mike hugs, please. Everybody just send virtual hugs. <laughs> the, the drawing looked fantastic. I loved how you drew her. So thank you yeah. very much for that. Yeah, uh, that is no Thank you. Thank you so much. I will be sending it to Lori. It is y'all's uh, illustration. Do whatever you guys want with it. Normally, unlikely does something pretty cool with that drawing and they add it to the package or whatnot. Um, so like I said, it's yours. So it was a pleasure drawing it. I absolutely love um, drawing those characters. They're completely different and they just, it's just fun. It's challenging and it's fun. So, all right, guys, gals, thanks for tuning in. Uh, tomorrow night, we got the Moana Nui podcast show on here. They'll be doing two shows tomorrow night. Friday night, we have Five Star Fridays. So go ahead and check them out at 6. Moana Nui at 7.30. Five Star Fridays at 6. Saturday, my new show, Talking most epic talks comes on Saturday at 9 a.m. and then immediately followed by Four Tales podcast at 10. And then Sunday night we have the Geeks Council. Um, I don't know what gang we're playing. Uh, I think we're playing Call of Duty because you get access to the campaign. So I think that's what we're playing. I don't know, but those are four great shows that you can check out for the rest of the week and subscribe to our Twitch and YouTube channel. Thanks so much uh, for hanging out with us. You guys are very much so appreciated. You're a great crowd. Oh, we're out of here. I think that I should ask Mr. Watson. I think that I should ask Mr. Watson. I think that I should ask Mr. Watson. I think that I should ask Mr. Watson.